Hello, Scripted Botch Universe, and welcome back to another episode of the best wrestling podcast that's being recorded in my basement right now. My name is Brian Gatina. Alongside me is my broadcasting partner, Pierce Lancaster. And this episode, Pierce, I figured we'd do something special for the people. I figured we'd do something unprecedented that we've never done on this podcast before. Uh, I figured it was very important that we do it on this episode, um, and I think you're really going to like it. And what I have to tell you that we're doing, see, it's so special. And you might think I'm dragging this intro out, uh, which I am, because we're going to start off this podcast the way they're starting off SmackDown with the longest intro known to fucking anyone. Why does Roman Reigns have to take so long, Pierce? What do you think? What's going on here? Do they not um, have enough content, or are they just like, he brings in all the money, he can be the new Undertaker of entrances? Dude, I don't I don't know. Because he, he actually takes like four minutes, like four to five minutes getting down to the ring. I know, that's why I said the new Undertaker. And Pretty much. <laughs> not Not quite that long. Yeah, but like right. close, dude. It it's really <laughs> upsetting. I don't enjoy it at all. I, I talk about it every. I don't bring it up on the podcast because it's just it just seems so uneventful, and I don't know what to say. But yeah, Roman Reigns takes way too long getting to the ring. Yeah, and then he'll Entrances stand in, in the ring and hold the mic and look around at the crowd and. Yeah, and then the fake booze will go for way too long. Or like tonight, where the You Suck chant went for what seemed like half the long of Roman's entrance. So, pretty long. Yeah, and he, he started like out he started out the show. He started out the show tonight and used the term uh, cockroach. Um, I, I don't know. Just the way he said that was really strange. and I don't understand why people keep trying to add syllables to kevin's name it's not co- he called him a cockroach it's not owens like why are people doing this i think <laughs> i wrote that in my notes i'm like why do people stop knowing how to use syllables when kevin owen comes into the discussion like Owens. I said Owen. I guess it's just because he's... Maybe it's just because he's from Canada. Yeah. You think that has to do with it? Do people do that with Sami Zayn? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know the answer. But (laughs) I'm assuming Kevin Owens... I'm wondering who decided on doing the... uh, Because no one naturally does that. Is that I the agree. dude himself that just does that? Or did, like, Kevin Owens say to do that? I like, honestly don't know. Um, I We don't have a lot of comparison because there's not really been any Owens in the past, I guess. But I Owen hard. <laughs> I hate that so much. Sorry, that's, I had to. <laughs> that's even worse than the Kevin thing. <laughs> also, rest in peace. But yeah, I agree. Adam Pierce comes out after Paul Heyman like screamed. Dude, Paul yeah. Heyman, he was like, "Bring out Pierce! Bring out Pierce! Bring out he Pierce!" He said, "Right now! Right now!" 
do it right now. And I wrote in my notes because it's so funny that he was like yelling at some side stage dude on a headset. And he's like, tell him. And then this dude just like is on the headset like, yeah, somebody have Adam Pierce back there. Can anyone tell him to come out? And I'm just like, yeah, like he's not fucking watching right now and doesn't know he's about to have to come out. I don't know. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's it's, 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 (laughs) It's like, come on. Mm. Yeah, there was like some, they were like, hey, what what do you mean? What can you do for me? I'm going to play what happened last week (laughs) or whatever. Like, show this clip. And the, okay, so the clip wasn't that bad, but the bad part in it was that two or three times throughout this clip, and I was half paying attention because it's like the replay clips, and I kind of that's my time to be like break time because it's like a recap clip. <laughs> I don't really pay attention to those, but right, but you had to live. With they the first kept time. they kept cutting, so they would show the recap clip, but then they would cut to them in ring watching it. Like, randomly. Like, two or three different times. And it just felt... Like, cause the first time it happened, I was like, wait, did that actually happen? Or was that, like, them just showing in the recap something from <laughs> last week of them in the ring together? And then they did it again. I was like, what? And, and they... Yeah, they did it, like, three times. It was so strange. It didn't make any sense to me at all. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I don't know either. It was just kind of weird. It was odd. Did you catch that at all? How they kept yeah, doing that? Yeah, I saw it, and then I. It was just like, whenever it cut to them, it was just like Roman staring Adam Pierce down, and be like, "You watching? You see this? This is what happens. You see this? You watching?" Like, but like, it wasn't even off. longer than like half a second. I couldn't tell what was happening. They just like kept cutting for like half a second or like <laughs> a second. I was like, okay, but any day. Anyway, there was there was a promo, and then Roman ended up cutting another promo. I don't remember what about, but I remember he shut he shushed Adam Pierce, <clears throat> and I thought that was really funny because yeah. he was just in the middle of it. He was like shush, and he said it like like he was talking to like a baby. Yeah, I and he was like, "Are you calling me funny. stupid?" Like over and over again. That's what I remember him saying. I don't remember this promo though. Other than that. It was good. Uh, dude, I thought it was funny because he acted like some school bully or something. Like, he acted like a high schooler because he's just sitting here like, you calling me stupid? If you're not calling me stupid, are you stupid? Are you saying that Vince McMahon's stupid? Who's stupid here? Are you saying Vince McMahon in front of all these people watching in the Thunderdome? Are you trying to say that Vince McMahon is stupid? And I was like, dude, why is he going on and on about who's stupid? Like, Jesus Christ. It was just so bad. He was like, because if you're calling me stupid, then you're insulting me, and you're insulting my family. And I was just like, I love it. Please. I love it. I don't (laughs) know why why you don't love it. I love it, too. It was just so so bad. But it's supposed to be bad because he's the heel. I'm like, I get it. Like, I love it, but at the same time, I was just like, I hate it. I don't know. But, yeah. After that, we had Apollo Crews taking on Big E. Big E. For the Intercontinental Championship. A chance for Apollo to become relevant again! Dude, he wasn't relevant so at all. fucking funny. He I was never we relevant. both wrote the same note. Like, exactly. <laughs> Just like he never was. 
Uh. And they had that spot where both of their shoulders were down, and it was a double pin. I didn't catch it, but I just don't know how that's possible. I didn't catch it the first time, but he, their shoulders were both down. He did like a suplex and then did some roll-up pin where he caught his leg, but they were just like right in the middle and their legs were in the middle, so it was it, it, their shoulders were both down, but I didn't catch it until they pointed it out. But yeah, Big E was like, sorry, buddy, that's what happens. Good job. And he's like, no, don't, don't give me the title. You blew a pin. Give me the title. It's that, We're not doing it like that. And he was getting all pissed. And then he slapped Big E. Yeah, while and Big E went sicko smacked him. And Big E did the, the stretch muffler submission. <laughs> that was after. Stretch <laughs> was... muff. Oh, yeah. Stretched muff. That was after, um, of course, Big E got pissed and was like, fucking start the match. Ring the bell again. And they picked back up and kept going. Because originally Big E was supposed to keep the title. And that's why Apollo got all pissy. But it's okay. Yeah, until, Maybe he'll be rolling again one day. Apollo didn't get his uh, titty milk. So he th- so he started crying. He did, he did get his muffler stretched though. So that's he did that's he good. did get his muffler stretched. Oh God! And Big E got the pin and won. Surprise! Thank God. Isn't that surprising? That's I mean I was worried for a minute there, dude. From the very beginning of this match, Apollo Cruz was looking really good. And I was like, Pierce, watch this match closely, because we argued about if Paula Cruz was good or not. And he's like, oh, I agreed at the end. I was like, okay, good. Still. I, I said he was good. Paula Cruz is so I said he I said his character wasn't good. I said, like, as a yeah, wrestler, right. he's... His character is yeah. His yeah. character is absolute garbo. But uh, he is pretty athletic and talented. So we'll see. Maybe, he'll, maybe he will become relevant again one day, Pierce. You never know. <sighs> But not while he's getting his muff stretched by Big E. So, Big E won. But I have a note where Corey Graves, at the end of this match, it was looking pretty rough for Apollo. And he's like, this is the beginning of the end. The big end. The big ending. Because, like, after he said big end, Big E did the beginning. But I just thought it was really fucking funny. He's like, the beginning of the end. The big end. The big ending. And I was just cracking up, dude. That dude, reminded that's me. Almost, that's almost like AEW with Chris Jericho being like, he says what he means and he means what he says. And he means what <laughs> he says what he means and he means what he says. So I think he means what he said. Or whatever. Dude. I immediately yeah. also thought of that. That's so funny. This is why we have this show together. Dude. After that, we saw Sonya Deville. Yeah, and Adam Pierce backstage segment. And during this backstage segment, it hinted at Adam Pierce joining the gauntlet match that's scheduled for later for the number one contender of the championship. And I just want to say that when Roman was out there also beefing with Adam Pierce, he hinted at it. He's like, "What are you gonna do? You gonna join the match? You gonna call it off? What are you gonna... like?" He hinted at it or something like that. And yeah, this has been hinted at twice now. 
Dude, Adam Pierce can't join that match. He isn't a wrestler anymore. Right, Pierce? Why would. Uh, I agree. I have no idea. No, he, why. Well, like, fucking. No, fucking Adam. Uh, no, it was a. Uh, Paul Heyman. I. It didn't make sense to me at the time, but I guess it makes sense now. Because you were like, I talked to the big dog, and I. Oh, wait, is it, is it not there yet? Oh. No, no, no. I knew this that is... was a backstage segment. Yeah, this with. is another backstage segment later. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking never about mind. just when Sony hinted at it. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. And then Michael Cole was like, I don't know what Adam Pierce will do with this dilemma with Roman Reigns. Will he join the gauntlet match? Pierce literally, like, scoffed. He was like, will he join the gauntlet match? <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> <sighs> so fucking dumb. And after that, we got a preview for Raw. Yes, I wrote it in my notes that there was a preview for Raw. You know why? Because I am so freaking excited to see Drew McIntyre take on none other than the legend killer, Randy Orton himself. I have been wondering for months what it would be like if those two got in the ring together for fucking seven weeks in a row, and I really hope we get to see that now. Again. Dude, yeah, I wonder I I wonder what that would look like in the ring. It's a dream match that I've never seen. <coughs> so fucking I want dumb. you to know that I just choked on my drink when you said, I wonder what that would look like in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. They, they have nobody. Oh, they need to just bring. They need to make stars and bring up NXT people. Like you have, Dude. like fucking Adam. You have like Adam Cole. You know what and else like, you could do? Take the people mm-hmm. that are already there and make them stars instead of making them strong for two weeks and then fucking burying them for some other storyline, like Sami Zayn, and like. Jeff Hardy, like he's a fucking star, whether he's hurt the whole match or not. Like, why is he tapping out to Bobby Lashley every freaking week? Like, you know what I mean? I don't but know. I don't know either. But I'm just saying, like, it's it, and not even Jeff Hardy. That's a bad example because he's older. But I mean, like, I'm trying to think of better examples. Um, yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> But you know I don't know I mean. why Big like, E isn't involved. Stuff. I don't know why Big E isn't involved in like a main storyline. I mean, he is the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, but I mean, like, bigger, I mean, like a big. Well, but he like, just started his single, so this is the first step in that. He'll get there. Like, I guarantee it. What if Big E won the Rumble? That would be pretty cool. I would uh, be okay would with be... that. For sure, I would be more than I would be more than okay with that. He's like probably my top pick right now, <laughs> like who I want to win. Honestly, who would be your top pick? I forget who all was entered. Well, I mean, come on, we it's it's pretty much out of everyone that's wrestling right now, <laughs> uh, or people that could possibly return. But I mean, uh, I know who your top pick for the women is. 
dude. I can't. I I don't know. I I, say, I don't have a. I would love I mean, if Otis they, won as long as they didn't yeah. bury him again like they did when he won the Money in the Bank thing. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. Even because, Mark like, Henry got turned into a star. Wow, my phone just went off. I'm such an amateur podcaster. <laughs> like my all of my all of my favorite wrestlers, they're like. I don't know. They're, they're like involved in like I don't know. Sami Zayn would be really cool to see him win. I would love a Sami Zayn win. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan, I guess, would be cool. Um, Daniel Bryan would be cool, but that's another person like that they just don't know what to do. He is a big star when they make him a big star. You know, he fucking. I think it's because it doesn't matter. I, th- I think yeah, it's because they know that it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, I just thought of something that would be a really cool and interesting storyline and something that I would definitely make happen. I Mm -hmm. would make John Morrison win the fucking Royal Rumble and then have the Miz cash in on somebody and win a title and have it be Miz versus Morrison at WrestleMania. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Dude, get Vince on the line right now. I'm calling him. Honestly, that would be <laughs> one of the best things I think could happen. That would be super interesting to see. Just to have, like, Morrison beside the Miz. And Miz is like, oh, yeah, I can't wait for you to take on Roman and win his title. And Morrison's like, yeah, I can't wait either. And then just watch it slowly get more and more awkward and less trust so and, i don't know i'm pretty sure it's already been like confirmed that it's not gonna happen but like what if the rock came out and won and then fought roman that would be amazing too but we already saw that bullshit as the rock being like yeah I'd let him pin me i'd love to be beaten by the tribal chief of my head of the table family like i don't know i mean the rock i don't know i respect said, I'm I, I, being the little dog Look at I respect, I mean, okay, I respect him having that mindset, but I don't respect him going into interviews saying that. I don't either. Why would you say that? Like, like him having that mindset, like if he had come out in an interview and said that afterward, yeah, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, cool, you know? But I, see, I don't know. I think it would be better if he was just like, I'd have no problem with him beating me, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to go all out and put my heart, like some fucking regular The Rock statement, you know? I don't know. Something Dude, no, he doesn't stand a chance against the fucking pie eating. I don't even know the promo, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Eyebrow raising. Dude. I don't know. Is the rock Bianca. cooking? Oh god! Is the rock cooking? What's on Roman Reigns' table? Okay, I'm done. We can move on. There it is. Beyond, <laughs> dude, it. dude, no. The rock, the rock cooks the family meal, but Roman Reigns is the one who's bringing the money in to afford dude, the um. I the just supplies. saw. It. Yeah, you're right, dude. That's what it is. The big dog. Roman Reigns is like, see, the thing is, is I own this table, and I'm the head of this table. You're lucky you (laughs) even get to eat the scraps that I don't want from this table. And The Rock's like, well, you know what? 
If it wasn't for me and what I'm cooking, if you smell, then there wouldn't be any food on this table for you to eat. And then he'd be like, yeah, well, if I wasn't bringing in all the money and feeding your family, then you wouldn't even be able to buy the ingredients to make it. And then that they just go fucking back and forth. Dude, that needs to be their storyline. I agree. That would be so good, dude. I would love it. See, this is... Pierce, this is why we need to be in charge. I'm telling you. That... I agree. Let's just start our own wrestling company. Hit us up if you're an indie wrestler and want to make no money and probably get hurt because we're not professionals. Don't hit us up. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But moving on, uh, we have Bianca. Bianca and Bailey. Both announcing their entrance to the Royal Rumble. Thrilling. As if we didn't know they would both be in it already. Um, Two of the biggest women it right was, now. Stars. It was <laughs> short, and it was a Bailey segment, and you can take that as you want. And we got was to it hear good? Ding Dong, was hello. It was it good? Was it bad? Who knows? All I'm saying is, it was a Bailey segment. I thought so you, you were going to say. Judgment. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, is it good? Is it bad? I don't know. All I'm saying is, it was bad. <laughs> nah, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm letting. I'm letting the fans it. It or was bad. The, the scripted botch universe. Well, you can say your reasons. opinion. You <laughs> can say your opinion. <laughs> you can say your opinion, but I'm letting the scripted botch universe use their um infer. You know when you watch a movie and you're supposed to like infer the ending, but it doesn't give a di- like a direct. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's where that's what the I'm making them think a little bit. So right. it was a Bailey segment. So view it as you want. So like yeah, anyway. in a movie, how there's like foreshadowing, and you're like, wow, I bet this is gonna happen. So just take Bailey's foreshadowing as her entire career on the mic up to this point, and you can guess <laughs> how it turned out. <laughs> Yeah, if you didn't watch Raw, but you've like watched past Raws or SmackDown, sorry, I don't know who's on what show anymore. If you watch, if you watch <laughs> SmackDown and I've watched past SmackDown, but didn't watch this one, and just happened to be watching this recap, hoping we would run it down, um, you can just imagine based on um, the past how her promo was. Yeah. And if you think we're dragging this segment out and talking about it for a really long time, we're just trying to match SmackDown's wavelength, you know? Yeah, exactly. Lots of of filibustering. (laughs) Filibustering? The Street Profits had a highlight video with the... I, I play drums, like, actually, and there was, like, amazing drums in the background of it. And fucking, what's his name? Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins. Yeah, he did not play drums that well at all. No. And it was just super fucking overdubbed. Also, we find out after... So, so um, oh wait, did, did something happen in between being told that Sasha Banks was named number one superstar of the year? Did something else was, happen? No, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, Sasha Banks was named number one superstar of the year for Sports Illustrated. Did you and I talk about this? Who did you? Who would you pick for Superstar of the Year? Probably Drew McIntyre, right? I we mean, did talk about this because I told you, I, I told you that uh, on our last episode um, when we were talking about her posting the fucking AEW tweet or whatever, I said that she was the number one, and you said something like, "Well, yeah, who else would you pick?" And I said Drew McIntyre. But I mean, that's because we were. Remember, we were like, "Yeah, how these people were gone." I think I was being sarcastic when I said, "Who else would you pick?" I think I was being sarcastic. Oh well, she was one of the biggest women 
of this year to like have storylines and like she was tag champion Definitely. for a really long time and then I think they Asuka had the would, singles yeah, know, maybe I'm wrong. the problem with Asuka is she's just champion because no one else was worthy so she didn't even really have in-depth storylines this whole time and she really didn't defend other than at pay-per-views and even Dude, still, but she had that really wholesome storyline with with her and Lana that just ended with Lana getting injured. That was cool. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? With, I think Oscar's just so talented that they don't know what to do with her because they have her just screaming in Japanese all the time. If she wasn't, she's a baby. And she's a Japanese. She's she's a Japanese cute little baby. If her IQ went back to normal levels, I really think that. Um she could have really good storylines and like be a superstar but i don't know right now she's sexy the muscle friends. nakamura of the women's division she's a sexy muscle friends bro yeah dude hey, uh, yeah. yep that's right champ <laughs> <laughs> sexy muscle friends um carmilla had a backstage segment and the only thing that I could think of in this whole segment was how her simp was just staring down at her like she was a whole fucking meal, dude. He was just like, yeah, baby. <laughs> like the whole dude, time. Dude, he was literally just staring at her. And when she said something, he'd just like nod and be like, mm, yeah, you said that so well. And then like, it was just like, I just feel like in his mind... He was like, God, I can't wait for you to snap your fingers and make me clean all these props up that you use for your two-minute segment. Ugh. Ugh, I hate it. Like, no, nah, I know. I hate it, too. <clears throat> for some reason, I have a bunch of notes on this next one, even though I don't really remember what happened, but... <laughs> I have notes here for the Ziggler and Rude match. Okay, so well, my first note is somebody better take these dogs to the cleaners, cause oh they dirty. I'm gonna see Ooh. my I'm gonna see myself out now. That was probably the worst thing I've seen said on this podcast. <laughs> gotta go take gotta go get a fucking bath for the dogs. That's what I'm saying dogs take don't them like to the baths, groomers, man. Mm, so stupid. Go but on. they're not um, nearly as big of dogs as Roman Reigns. I hope that's something. Yeah, they're 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 dirty, but they're like chihuahuas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Roman yeah. Reigns is like the big dog. Yeah, he's that dog in his background under his Titantron. He's that dog. Yeah, but they're like but they're like Beverly Hills Chihuahua or like Taco Bell Yokiero Taco Bell <coughs> Chihuahua. Yeah, and then Roman Roman Reigns is like a monster dog. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I feel I just I wrote in my notes that like I feel really bad for any wrestler who has to sell an, an injury, and this was before I even saw uh, Montez Ford jump in the ring. I just feel like it's impossible to do like to to just sell, and he didn't do a good job at it. And you know what? It's not his fault. Because it's like... I mean, I mean he tried. I and you could tell he had the leg injury. 
But no, but but like when you're doing full like he was doing like full like suplexes and shit. But that's and it's I like, know, but dude, yeah, you're right. But like you, you can't firmly plant your leg like you can't do that on one leg. Like he was firmly planting his legs on the ground, like putting pressure on his legs, and then like like doing full moves completely, and then afterward being like my leg hurts after he just like stomped on the fucking ground. Well, they like, wanted it to make it. They wanted to make it seem like he was fighting the odds and like somehow gonna so like they couldn't have done that without him being able to still kind of function so they should he shouldn't have been like milking it but if you lift somebody up and your leg is like that you're putting pressure on it and like you're gonna fall to the fucking ground yeah i know i'm sorry no no no. i don't know i know no no. i'm i know i'm just saying like he had to still do those moves to make it somewhat interesting and make it look like he was putting up a fight because he, I don't know. Because dude, not Michael Cole, real dude, Michael Cole brought up the leg injury like seventy times. That's why I felt bad because he like before he came in, he was like, "Oh, he's got the leg injury, the leg injury, the leg injury." It was like Cole literally, was like, it just never ended. Michael Cole was like, "Oh, he's looking fine coming to the ring now. We'll see how it affects him during the match." I'm just like, I don't know bad enough you're about to lose your titles and you're like damn i gotta act hurt this whole match like and if, you, if fucking, you forget for a half second you're like fuck now people know i'm not hurt <laughs> montez montez ford uh michael cole said that he uh gingerly was making his way to the ring and i just thought that was a very good um middle school vocab word yeah for michael cole what word what word would you have used mr mr grammar um, promptly. Doesn't that mean fast, like quickly and swiftly? Yeah, okay, maybe not. Maybe, um, I don't know. See? Yeah, yeah, see? But I, I got wouldn't you, use Cole. gingerly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use gingerly. I would be like, I wouldn't say Delicately, promptly. I'd be like, like he's know. struggling. I'd be like, he's struggling to make his way into the ring. Like, I don't know. Fair enough. Or be like hobbling, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't use, gin- I don't know, I, pr- I personally <laughs> wouldn't use gingerly. I don't know why, just hearing Michael Cole, just hearing Michael Cole say the word gingerly made me laugh. I don't know why, it just did. Um. Yeah, I wrote in my right. notes that he did a shitty job selling that leg, because he keeps doing moves <laughs> on both legs. Yeah. Um. The spine buster into the zigzag looked really nice. Dude, incredible. I thought that move was amazing. I love how, uh, fucking, who was it? It was Corey Graves, I think. He said something about, yeah, the dirty dogs. They'll beat you up, take your titles, and then steal your girlfriend. I was like, oh my god. Yikes. <laughs> I love when fucking wrestlers are like hurt and they'll just smack the shit out of the side of their hurt leg and i'm just like what is that gonna help what is that gonna do like from a realistic standpoint i get it it's like you're like oh let me try to knock some feeling back into it or something like that's what they want the fans to think but in reality if your leg was actually that hurt and you sit there and wail on it like why what I'm going to get Emily to comment because she's an actual fucking medical student. 
and I want her I want to get her input and see if it's actually possible that that could help realistically like with adrenaline or something you know I want to I want to get feedback so we'll do that Ziggler and Rude are tag champs after the Spinebuster zigzag which didn't have a move Michael Cole was like the Spinebuster into the zigzag so it's called the dirty dog yeah I was gonna say they'll, they'll have some sort of dog They'll have some sort of dog reference. They'll be like, the territory marker! Or like some stupid bullshit. The spine zag! Dude, no, 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 dude. It's gotta be called something about dogs. It's gotta be like... It's gotta be like... The kennel! (laughs) Put in the kennel! I don't know, something. Anyway. um, (laughs) The tight leash! There it is. There it is. That's actually not a bad name. The yeah, tight, tight keep leash. It more yeah, that's especially yeah. in your tag team is the dirty dogs. Yeah, spell they're tight, dirty dogs. T- spell leash the, with a dollar sign, then it'll fit right in. And after the match, he actually would they he referred to them as Corey Graves referred to them as the dirty dogs for the first time. <laughs> he said pouring salt into the wound like a couple of dirty dogs. <laughs> he said it like dogs. Dude, I was fucking cracking up. And then we had a. <laughs> dogs. I'm sorry. The fact that they actually called him the Dirty Dog Dogs finally, and he said dogs. Like it just. I don't know. I can't wait to talk about that every week. <sighs> we had an Adam Pierce and Paul Heyman segment. Here it is, Pierce. Uh, um, and Paul Heyman. Yeah. How did Paul Heyman decide if if he got if if Adam Pierce got in the match or not. I understand that they wouldn't just put Adam Pierce they, they they wouldn't have him just be like, "Yeah, I'm entering the match." But how did Paul Heyman decide that did are they trying to say that Paul Heyman persuaded Roman and then Roman let him in the match? I don't know. I just I don't know. I I wrote Dude. in my notes how does that benefit Roman, but after watching the match, I understand the storyline and I enjoy it. I do too. Like but, but I mean, it's just, it all makes perfect know. sense. Did you not pay attention? He said he pulled some strings. That's all you need to know. I also don't understand how Paul Heyman knows people higher than Adam Pierce, the dude actually making the fucking matches. You know what I mean? Unless uh, Paul I Heyman's like, know. hey, Vince, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> no, I, I know, know this sounds crazy. But... Hear me out. No, it's it's because Roman. It's because Roman is actually the head of the show. Because without him, they wouldn't get um, Adam Pierce wouldn't have food on his table. That's what it is. You mean yeah. if it, you mean if not for him, he wouldn't be able to buy the Rock the ingredients he needs to put the food on their table. Well, no, that the See, Rock isn't involved in. The Rock isn't involved in Adam Pierce's family. The Rock is involved in the Jay Uso. Oh yeah, Nia yeah, yeah. Jax. <laughs> My bad. Um, Did you just say they're Nia all? Jax? Yeah, the the, Us- the Usos. <laughs> yeah, Nia Jax is related to The Rock. Do you not know that? God, There's always which that, that one means that she's also related. That would mean that she's also related to Roman and Jay. So Roman, Jay, Nia, and The Rock all have Thanksgiving together, hypothetically. And Jimmy J. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy, Jay, Nia, Roman, and The Rock. That's so weird. 
I hate it. But Roman, Roman's the bread getter, not Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Dude. Because because Roman's the one who puts the food on the table. So obviously Roman makes more he's... money than Dwayne. <laughs> yep. Probably. <laughs> that sounds about right, I guess. That, no, yeah, it it, it, oh, it does. Oh, God. I, dude, that's why I just immediately hey. cracked up when you said that. I was like, wait. Should Nia, <laughs> dude, dude, hold up. Should Nia go to SmackDown and join their, and join their stable? Dude. As part of the family? Honestly, no. <laughs> I would hate that so much. Dude, I would too. I would too. <laughs> it would be so bad. Wait, is, Nia, is Nia on Raw? She's on Raw. Yeah, she's I don't on know Raw. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Okay, okay. I was expecting you to say yeah, the way you said it honestly like that. That was funny. I know. <laughs> um... Uh... Yeah, but um, after that, we had something. The Riot Squad. Oh, yeah. Riot Squad. With and Billy Kay. Billy Kay. Kay <laughs> who Billy was Kay. trying to get her resume in. She, she she wanted to get in with the Riot Squad, and she she came like, Can out. Can I join you guys? She what, started, and then she started crying. What, the, what she said was, she came out, and she's just like, "We got a terrific win." Like she was like, "We," and she was like, "We did great last week." Uh, I think it's finally turned this Riot duo back into a Riot Squad. You know, Squad, and then yeah, they were like, "Nope," and then she cried. <laughs> And then and then they're like, well, we're not saying that you're not that we don't want you. And she's like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Just immediately stopped she's crying. Like, she's like, great, <laughs> great. I'm on the team now. And I she, need, like, she said, I she need to like, come around. And she said, she said, I've I've been listening to Blink One Eight Two, and I put mosh pitting in she's the resume. Mosh pitting. Yeah, she said, I've been mosh pitting. And then after that, they're like, wow, it's actually on the resume, mosh pitting. Great. Dude, it's just funny because any, like, I don't know, any, like, real punk, like, I say real punk with quotations, but anyone who claims to be a, quote, real punk would shit all over Blink-182. So, (laughs) I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. She was like, yeah, Blink-182? And mosh pitting, and she like, and I can be edgy. Like, dude, hell yeah! Now I just really want to see her come out next week and like really, really forced like, like edgy like eyeliner that looks like shit. I would love that, dude. This and dude, like, yeah, I want her to come out like that in some freaking Blink One Eighty Two cut off shirt with some like. Those scene kid hot topic wristbands, the band bracelets. Dude, yeah. I'd be here for that. With some like coontails in her hair. Do you remember those? <laughs> God. The like extensions that were like. Yes. And, yes. Yes. What a time actually. to be alive, dude. <laughs> dude, yeah. I hate that I was that person that wore all those band arm bracelets and skinny jeans. And had lip piercings. Dude, I still wear. I still wear skinny jeans. My ears super short. But I also. Uh, 
I also have like very strange legs and my skinny jeans still look kind of baggy and like normal jeans because I have weird legs so I think you have beautiful legs Pierce uh, which thank you I think is a perfect time to randomly say that uh, Pierce has a sonic tattoo on his leg so shout out to Pierce I do have a it sonic tattoo on my leg. It has nothing to do with anything relating to our podcast, but people deserve to know because that's amazing. He also has a Blink-182 uh, tattoo, which ties back into our... Yeah, <laughs> I have a Blink-182 Blink tattoo on my shoulder. Um, so yeah, this was a, this was a cool uh, shout to them. Um, that's why I was immediately also, like, just, Pierce, please tell me you're putting this in your notes. He, he was just quiet, and I knew he was typing. He was like, yep. No, I, def- I, no, I definitely was. When she said Blink-182, <laughs> I thought that was amazing. I agree. Um. Well, after that, we had the moment we've all been waiting Dauntlet for. match. With Rey Mysterio, who comes out with Dominic, who's wearing fucking Louis Vuitton. It was hard to tell exactly what he was, like, wearing. Because it was, like, I don't know. It was, like, faded and, like, we were watching it it on a uh, very legal live stream. And it was was just... Hulu. Remember? We watched the Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was definitely uploaded to Hulu at the time. And we watched it on Hulu and not online. Yeah, because Um, Hulu needs to get their shit together so we don't have to watch... um, Moving on to we yeah our legal downloads. Dominic again yeah Louis Vuitton he was dripping like, he had his yeah, chain around his like, neck as always yeah it had like some cool Louis Vuitton logos all around the bottom of it and then it like as it got towards the top it like faded out to like just black it was pretty sick it was on the sleeves but too what, I liked it what happened to his daughter and what happened to Murphy I agree what did happen to his daughter I mean I and Murphy yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't care about Murphy. Where's his daughter? I care about Murphy, but I care about his daughter a, a more. <laughs> more. But, <laughs> where's, well, where's, yeah. but where's Murphy? <laughs> yeah, I dude, I, Murphy's pretty good, too. Where's Seth Rollins? I bet they're going to both See, come back. See, well, they also Royal just Rumble. had their, they just had their baby. I think Seth Rollins has been. Oh, that's very true. Seth Rollins and an Murphy absence. did just have their baby. What'd you say? <laughs> I said that's true. Seth Murphy and Rollins, di- or Murphy and Seth Rollins, did just have their baby because that's like you said it right after we said where's Murphy and Rollins, and then he said they just had their baby. I don't know. I cracked myself up. Yeah, Murphy. Yeah, Murphy and Rollins had their had their baby. <laughs> that's just how it sounded to me at first. I knew what you meant, but it was just funny. The child of the Messiah, <sighs> dude. God. Buddy Rollins. The Friday, the Friday night. Has he referred to himself as the Friday night Messiah? I think he's just the Messiah. I'm not sure though. It does. It doesn't matter. It really but doesn't anyway, matter. Sami Zayn came out next, and he demanded. He was like, he 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 said that he demanded his spot with with management to get into this match, and then he's mad that they put him first and. He brought his own camera crew that had his own merch on. And I love and like, that he was blah, blah, like, this is a conspiracy, and I've brought my unbiased camera crew along as they're wearing his fucking merch. And I was just like, cracking up. And I was like, what do you mean unbiased? And he's just like, yeah, we're going to uncover all the lies. 
and it's all conspiracy against me, and I just, I don't know. And he, it was such a good promo. I loved he's it. he's so good, yes. and I love him, and then he comes out and gets fucking buried Immediately. in, like, five seconds. He literally has, like, three moves done to him, two of which are the 619 and the Frog Splash. <laughs> that was the whole thing. Dude, yeah. I think I think that he is probably going to end up in AEW. Who? Sami Zayn? I would not be mad. I'm here for it. I think he's probably going to end up in AEW because he was an independent wrestler before. And as we all know, El, El Generico, the man. <sighs> yep. And I don't know. I I just I feel like I could see him going to AEW. I don't know why. I just think it's gonna happen. I'm sorry. I'm cracking up because I just I I saw I had a message on Messenger and I looked and it was from you and it was that picture you sent me. Oh, I sent Brian a photo. <laughs> it was a. It made me ball my eyes out yesterday. It says it's it's the dude from Fortnite. It's a Fortnite character. He's holding up like a finger emoji while looking at his phone. He's holding up like like a pointer finger like a hold on to the emoji. camera while he's like, like looking a, at his phone. Hold on. Yeah. Emoji, it, yeah, it says it says hold up guys. Top text. It's like a 2008 meme with like a top text, bottom text. Top text says hold up guys, and bottom text says my poop dealer just texted. Pierce makes dumb fucking poop dealer meme jokes all the time and just laughs at his own jokes. But that wouldn't really crack me up for some reason. I think it's because I was trying not to laugh. I laughed at that joke. Shout out to 1020 Media Podcast. It's my other podcast, but I was talking with Maya, my co-host of that show. And I, he heard me laugh at that to the point of like, dude... I'm good for, like, a cry laugh, like, once a month. Maybe. Maybe once a month. And I actually was, like, bawling my eyes out laughing at that. But anyway. Um, Amazing. Now that we're done making poop dealer jokes. Yeah, I'm so sorry I let this go off the um, rails. I, I shouldn't have looked at my phone. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. You're fine, dude. Kidding. It's, it's the important. the part of our podcast. It's important. Yeah. The, the people need to um, get a glimpse into our real lives. They need to know the scripted box lore. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, dude, I just remember seeing the 619 happen, and I was like, is he about to get buried he right now? Like, I was that. telling Brian that. He said that as soon as Sami Zayn, like, hit the middle rope, like, immediately. <clears throat> and then, sure enough, the dude who was just tearing through people as the Intercontinental Champion just got pinned by one finisher after three seconds of being in the ring. So, I guess he's super weak now all of a sudden. So sad. I'm just, uh, Shinsuke comes out next and everything was really good. Rey Mysterio did a dolphin dive outside the ring uh, on top of Shinsuke. He like slid like a little penguin underneath the bottom <laughs> rope and then did some sort of drop to him. It looked like a dolphin dive. <laughs> I thought that was kind of, kind of cute. It like a little penguin. I want to see, uh, dude, he slid like a penguin. He did a dolphin dive, <laughs> What's dude. What's that dude from AEW who's even shorter? I want to see him do the penguin slide. Oh, dude, Marco Stunt? Yeah. I want to see him fight Ray. Dude, I would actually kind of enjoy that. Yeah. But, like, um, be super They had a good sequence. Because that's the only way he could keep up with Ray, obviously. 
or something. I don't know. No. They they had a really they had a really good sequence here, Ray and uh Shinsuke. I thought at least. I enjoyed it and Dude, there was a botch where Ray like went to like do some move on Shinsuke and he like fucked up and they just awkwardly struggled to do something for like five whole seconds, which is so long in a wrestling match. If you're like struggling to make a move happen for like that long, it was really funny. And then Shinsuke got hit, like, uh, Ray hit Shinsuke with the Hurricanrana, and Shinsuke looked like he, like, dove for the ropes, like, to land on him for the 619, but he missed and fell flat on his face on the floor. It showed it. It showed Shinsuke falling on the floor. And then it, the camera shows Ray Mysterio ready to fucking bounce off the rope and then it pans out and shows them both and Shinsuke's on the middle rope just waiting for it. So I don't know, maybe he was just trying to climb up and get up to his feet and Ray hit him at no. It doesn't there no. You can't defend this. There's no way to be like, oh well maybe he was getting up and slipped and fell halfway of getting up and landed perfectly as the camera panned out. It's like you could tell Shinsuke dove for the fucking bottom rope to try to land on it for the 619 or the middle rope and just missed and then just had to climb up there. And the cameraman, shout out. Shout out to him for making it maybe less noticeable. But, yikes. But anyway, yeah. Shinsuke uh, ended up not getting beaten. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, Shin- Shinsuke... Um, Shinsuke pulled it out. Um, he uh, then uh, Corbin came out and he attacked Dominic and did a power bomb to Ray, even though he was still in. And and he also hurt Shinsuke. And then King Corbin did incredible moves such as shoulder to the posts, clotheslines, shoulder tackles, punches to the gut, headlocks. Did he do headlocks? I, it's I don't, Baron I Corbin. I guarantee he did. A I mean, I can. Somewhere. Yeah, there was probably a headlock. Walkups. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's one of his um, five moves in his move set is a headlock. I'm Irish whips. Um. Yeah. Irish it, it whips was... into a shoulder tackle. Shoulder tackles. Into Irish a... whip into the corner. Yeah. Irish whip off the rope. Clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Dude, uh, Corbin's favorite band is uh, Papa Roach He doesn't just like Last Resort and like Scars That's like his favorite Fucking band I think that Baron Corbin's favorite band Would Probably be like Metallica As much as I love Slipknot It's probably Slipknot <laughs> I love Slipknot, and I hate saying that. Baron Corbin strikes me as the kind of guy who listened to Nickelback all the time, even with the memes, and defended them and didn't join the memes like everyone else did. He's like, shut up, guys. It's not funny. Nickelback's actually pretty good. I was going to say, but Nickelback is actually a good They are amazing. I'm just saying, even I memed on them when the memes were super hot and heavy. But then I, th- I mean, Nickelback like, is simultaneously I, a good and bad bit. We've talked about Nickelback before on this podcast. As I... If you didn't know. Have we? 
Yeah, it's because they did the Raw theme song. We oh, brought, yeah, I brought yeah, up, yeah. I said they were, yeah. As they're, I've they're, matured, yeah. I have realized that Nickelback is really good. Because I think I just, I didn't realize how many songs I actually knew and liked by them. <laughs> because, like, I don't know, but they're pretty good. Um, I think that Baron Corbin probably listens to Headstrong by Trapped in the locker room before every match. Dude, no, he he listens to Headstrong by Trapped. You're right, but then but then he listens to it on Spotify. So then he lets the Spotify Headstrong by Trapped radio play. And he just keeps it on. He just like it's like Headstrong by Trapped, and then it's like it's like Papa Roach Slash Resort, and then after that it's like Pod, and, and then it's the like boom. Breaking Benjamin. Dude, break. What'd yeah. you say? I said here comes the poo. B-O-D. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just listens to like all. And then it's just he like just... a shine down song, and then it's a puddle <laughs> of mud song, and then it's a uh um fuck I forgot Godsmack. Yeah. God, dude, yeah, I guarantee he has a Godsmack playlist. Oh, he definitely he listens. Definitely to has a Five Finger Death Punch playlist. I bet that's his favorite band. Five Finger Death Punch, dude. I don't know. They might be too heavy for him. Dude. He might be like... I feel like he's like... No, dude, he listens to Skillet. Like, dude. lots of Skillet. Uh, yeah, there it is. That's the one. I guarantee Baron Corbin is a big Skillet fan. I really wish we were big enough that I could ask him. Like, on Twitter or something and have him actually reply. Dude, dude, let's just fucking tweet him. Yeah, but I don't... I'm getting I'll on our Twitter it. account right now. I'm getting on our Twitter account right now. I'm sending a tweet. I'm adding Baron Corbin. I'm asking though. him what he his favorite. Do it. I'm just gonna say, um, do I ask him if he likes Skillet, or do I just ask him what his favorite band I think is? You should just be like, what do you guys think Baron Corbin's favorite band is? I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if he'd ever see it, but we can try. I'm down. Just tell what's his, everyone. What do you think read. his? What's his ad? Actually, Baron I don't Corbin. think he has a Twitter because I've tried to tag him and shit before. I don't think he does either. Sure, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just put. You know what? You guys are just gonna. You, I'm just gonna post. Somebody who you guys think Baron this. Corbin's favorite band. Somebody is. message us. What do you think Baron Corbin's favorite band band is? Can we all get together and ask him as a joke? I want to. Well, not as you know what I mean. Seriously. Does he have Instagram? I'll fucking DM him, dude. I <laughs> as if he reads his own DMs, dude. One of his Knights of the Lone Wolves read that. I hate it. God, I'm done. Dude, Baron Corbin underscore forever underscore love is an account on here. I love it. They that. haven't posted since 2018. Dude, I so. told Pierce. I probably said it on the podcast. I just want to get somebody who's obsessed with Baron Corbin and really loves him to come on here and talk to us and tell us why. And I just want to not shit on them and take them super seriously to their face. And afterwards, I'll be like, why are they like that? Am I right, guys? No, I'm just kidding. But I, I really don't know. I want to know. It's the same with, like, if you're a super huge Slapjack fan or T-Bar, you're like, God, I love this T-Bar guy. He's so cool. I'm so glad he's running shit up in the WWE. Please reach out to us. Tell us why you love him. I want to know. But anyways, um, now that Baron we're Corbin's done favorite wrestler is about... Baron Corbin. <laughs> favorite wrestler? Yeah, Baron Corbin's favorite wrestler... <laughs> Is Baron Corbin, or I, it would be Baron Corbin? Like no, if, if, if Baron Corbin, if Baron Corbin, like 
was a as wrestler? a human being oh. was no no listen listen if Baron Corbin as a human being was not a wrestler. But, like, also Baron Corbin was a wrestler, like, a different version of himself. He'd be like, that's my favorite wrestler, without him knowing it's him. Like, just, just, just like, think about That made no sense. I, no, but, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get what you mean. Like, like Baron if... Corbin would be like, the lone wolf, that dude is cool. Yeah. Dude. Look at those vicious headlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I no, Sorry. I honestly agree. I think he would be his own favorite wrestler as well. Uh, as terrible as that is, because I mean, anybody that can't cut a promo like that doesn't know what good entertainment is. You know what I mean? But yeah, he was definitely uh, against Shinsuke in this gauntlet match, which we are finally getting back to. Yeah. After 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> Michael Cole referred to Shinsuke as Shin. I literally wrote in my notes Shin after he started after he said that. I yeah, okay, so he, so is I, is it just me or like I don't know. That just that that could be his new name. It's, it's Shin. He they've always called him Shin. But it's just I I hate it. Why can't they just say Shinsuke? It's not More that much longer. Yeah. You're right. If they can say the big dog Roman Reigns, then they can say Shinsuke. <laughs> not okay, Nakamura, I understand. But yeah, like, I get it. Shinsuke It's two syllables. Is not that bad. But um I get the uh, Shinsuke pinned Baron Corbin. Yeah, Baron Corbin did that typical Baron Corbin spot where he gets thrown into the corner and he slides out of the ring and runs around the ring post really fast and slides back in. Like, wow, super cool. Doesn't lose a bit of momentum doing that and doesn't lose a bit of coolness either. And then he immediately got hit by a knee when he got back into the ring and got pinned. And I was so happy. That was tight. It was the highlight of my episode. And then Daniel Daniel Bryan Bryan comes out. And I want you guys to know this means that the next and last person is Adam Pierce. And the announcers always call Daniel Bryan Brian. So I was telling Pierce, dude, do you know what this means? If Daniel Bryan wins right now, it's going to be Brian and Pierce. That's what the announcers are going to be saying. And we have so much potential for good fucking sound bites and such quality content like oh brian whips pierce into the corner pierce narrowly avoiding that hit from brian like that's what i was so looking forward to and it didn't happen and i hate my life i really don't but i was so sad jesus i was just rooting for daniel Bryan the entire time because i wanted it to be brian versus pierce for you guys but we'll make it work it's dude okay. i also wanted it to be that but I mean, I'll just edit some shit. We'll make it happen still. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard. It really, but, um, it really wouldn't. Um, even if it sounds like shit, like if it's like Brian makes his way into Pierce, like, <laughs> you know, like if it sounds like that, that'd just be funnier, honestly. I agree. But um, makes he he, he made his way to the ring. Going to beat he, Pierce now. <laughs> but they yeah. had a good. They had a good little section of uh, 
the match. It was it was well done. Dude, I want to say any notes on it that general, there was, was this takedown where Shinsuke like flipped around Daniel Bryan and took him down for like an armbar attempt, and it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I cannot get over how fucking great of a move that was, and I was like, oh, like when it happened, I was just like, oh my god, Pierce, did you see that? That was amazing. And the, even the announcers were like, beautiful move. Be- simply beautiful. I'm like, dude, I cannot say it better myself. I don't know how to describe it either. It was beautiful. But, yep. Shinsuke. Uh, Daniel Bryan was going for that comeback where he was like running to the corner. And Shinsuke said, nope. And kneed him in the face and won. And it was pretty cool. I liked the ending. Even though I was sad that Shinsuke won. And then there was two. Out comes the man, the myth, the legend. The scrap daddy. His words, not Adam Pierce. <laughs> His Twitter handle is literally scrap daddy. Or it's like scrap daddy Pierce or something. I hate it. But... Yeah, actually, no, out came Roman Reigns and friends, because apparently, for some reason, after Shinsuke pinned him, Roman Reigns' music hit, and Roman Reigns and Jey Uso and Paul Heyman came out first, and, yeah, then, uh, old Adam Pierce came out, but, <sighs> I just want to say that when Adam Pierce came out to the ring, he looked like the uh, like starting template of the generic <laughs> white character on a WWE created character in the video games. Like he was just like a bald white dude with kind of a like normal face and he had just like a pair of pants on that were plain and some black shoes and a fucking hoodie that was half zipped up. And no shirt underneath, and his hoodie just had the WWE logo in the corner. It was just, like, the most generic outfit I've ever seen, and he's just kind of a generic-looking dude. Literally just looked like the starting template on one of the video games, (laughs) and I thought it was so funny. (sighs) But he do be kind of looking like that. Yeah, do be. And then what happened, buddy? And then (laughs) Pierce said, I'm over it. Take it from here. <laughs> no, nah, I liked the ending, but you, 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 you continue because I feel like I'm misremembering it because I was like I forget how Shinsuke ended up on the ground. I guess Roman beat him up. Roman and Jay came in and beat the hell out of everybody. Yeah, and then okay, or Jay Jay Uso went in and beat the hell out of him. And then uh, Roman was outside with Adam Pearce, and he was like, "You know what you have to do? Go do your job." And then threw Adam Pearce in the ring. And then, uh, fucking Jay Uso super kicked him too. Super kicked Adam Pierce, and then Roman just kind of, well, Roman told the ref he's like, "Ring the bell, do it" or something, and they rang the bell. And then Jay Uso super kicked Adam Pierce, and they just kind of laid his body on top of Jay. And the ref, reluctantly, gingerly, went down for the pin. <laughs> and yeah, that was the end of it. Do you like that commentary, buddy? You like how I said I gingerly? Did. 
I did. Uh, I enjoyed it. I liked the ending. I mean, overall, this was a pretty decent episode. You know, we got like, we got the gauntlet match and we got two tag, we got, uh, I almost said two tag team championship matches. We had uh, two other championship matches. Dude, yeah. Um, I just want to say, why was there two championship matches on this TV episode of SmackDown? Why does there have to be titles defended every week? And I know we, I know we are always like, oh, I want a championship. I want a championship that's defended every week, not every championship on every show defended for shock. Yeah, like a like a TV more interested. You know what I mean? Like like a TV title or like the twenty four seven. But yeah, it's like. Every week, they're like, oh, we have the tag title defended and the women's championship defended. And guess what? Next week, we have the Intercontinental Championship and the United States. Like, it's just every week, it's something. And it's just like, I want there to be one title like that and not just add the title match stipulation on for shock value and just to get people more interested. They're like, oh, it's for the title. I know it's on Raw, but you never know. Like, I don't know. I guess there have been quite a few title changes randomly on TV shows lately. Like, the Intercontinental and the Tag Team titles changed within this month, so who knows. But then it kind of downplays the pay-per-views, don't you think? Like, they're less special. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. Because the pay-per-views mean less if the titles are defended on TV every week. Yeah, I just think th- I just think there should be like some sort of TV title, like we said. Yeah, well, like, like Big E, there was like the... Daniel Bryan was like, "Oh, I want to win the Intercontinental title to make that defended every week, like defending champion." Like that's what Big E should do, and he did this week. So who knows? Maybe next week it'll be defended again. That'd be cool. I forgot that the Apollo match was decided last week. Until you just brought that up. Yeah, because he's like, next week I'm issuing an open challenge. And Apollo, you said, I, and I quote, Apollo said, ha ha, bitch ass. <laughs> 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 That's what you said last week. And it yeah, cracked me I, up. Did. I did. I did. I, I do be saying shit like that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, that wraps up our recap of this episode of... Checking notes. SmackDown. No, I'm just, I remembered it was SmackDown. But, I, I, dude, I almost said Raw. So, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Dude, I, I, I don't know anymore. Yeah. It's all the, the same. By the time we know what rosters everyone's on, it's going to be time for the draft again. So, I mean, fuck it. It's all one big thing at this point. I know Roman's on SmackDown. I know Drew's on Raw. I, I know Drew and Randy are on Raw, and uh, and uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I but mean, that's that's about it. That's about I know it. Miz and Morrison are on Raw because yeah, yeah, Miz and Morrison are on Raw. They're and, they're um, so good, but I still don't think they've redeemed Raw <laughs> like they expected them to. You know, that's no. what they were. They were like, dude, Raw's tanking. SmackDown's killing it. What do we need? I think Roman redeems SmackDown, honestly. I Roman don't know. and friends. We were we were enjoying SmackDown before Roman came along. We already thought we it was were, better. but it's so much better now. I agree, dude, for sure. See, they need some crazy shit like Roman to happen on SmackDown. I mean Drew's good and I love mm, him and he's on cool. Raw. Or on Raw, yeah, sorry, my bad. 
Drew's cool, and I love him, and I love that he's a good, talented big guy that's still, like, like charismatic, and he has a good personality. He's good in ring. I don't know. But I want somebody who's, like, The Miz, I guess. I want The Miz. Dude, The Miz is such a good character, but he's, he's more... He's more doing like comedy stuff with John Morrison, which which I like. Well, I, I, I wish yeah. he would. I didn't mean be I wanted to be a heel, evil like Roman. I just meant I want a heel champion on Raw that's like raising hell and being stupid and getting annoying as fuck with with Morrison on his side. You know, like that'd be entertaining. He's just talking shit to everybody and then wins dirty all the time or like whatever. Like I would love that. And they're just always being obnoxious. I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. Well. But. You got anything else to add, buddy? Well, do, uh, do you have any questions? I have some questions for you if you don't have any. No, go ahead. No, I have questions. I just didn't know what you. We didn't discuss beforehand like we usually do. <laughs> um. So, um. Out of every out of every wrestler, we'll just say like in general, period, every wrestler you've ever watched, who who would you want to uh, meet the most out of every wrestler? I think I already know the answer, but I figured I'd ask. I wrote this as a question a long time ago and never asked it. So, um, who would I want to meet the most? Probably John Cena. Who do you think I was gonna say? I thought you were going to say Jeff Hardy. Oh, I've met him before. Oh, I forget that. Otherwise, okay. it would be yeah, Jeff you... Hardy. Because, yeah, for sure. But I met him, and, like, yeah, I got his autograph. I talked to him, hugged him. I got a picture with him. I don't know whatever happened to that picture with all the moves I've done. Um, yeah, and he talked to me about my ear size because I, like, have my I had my ears stretched. Well, I mean, they, they never really closed, so I guess they're still stretched. I don't have anything in them right now, but... They were like an inch, so I could like put a bottle cap on them. And he's like, damn, bro, how big are your ears? Except for a little more yeehaw. And I told him, and he's like, yeah, I'm getting there myself. And like, yeah, it's funny because after, like, not, I'm not saying I'm the reason, but I'm saying like after that I did notice he was still stretching his ears like bigger and bigger. I was like, hell yeah, do you, bro? He never quite got to my level, though. Ha, amateur. But no, I would say John Cena, just because of the meme, because he's a legend, because I would love to just actually talk to him and be like, dude, I love you and you're hilarious. Like, yeah. Dude, he's actually so funny. I believe it, yeah. Like, actually. Have you seen his Twitter? He's funny It's all shit. just really random inspirational shit. No, but did you see that fucking whatever, that, that like alcohol vodka thing? That he did that commercial no, for, where he was like, dude, "Dude, it was like him, I, dude, it was like him doing like boy band stuff." Hell this was like yeah. a year ago or so, but it was fucking hilarious. It was amazing, dude. He's so funny, like actually, he's like very, very self-aware. Like I don't think he actually runs that Twitter, but like I just, I just see him do stuff, and I'm like, dude, you're. Fuck like, I don't know. He's just very charismatic. He's a very he's a character. I think he's gonna be the next like Dwayne. You like inevitably. I, I mean, think he's gonna get that big. I was gonna say, isn't he kind of already? No, no, he's not. He's not Dwayne Johnson. 
He's, yeah. I mean, he's a common household name, but he's not in every big blockbuster like Dwayne Johnson is. Can I read some inspirational tweets from John Cena's Twitter right now? I think that's a good segment. Sure. Sure. A small percentage of life is what happens. A large percentage of life is how we react and manage what happens. Okay, but how many retweets does that have? 9,626. With 44,000 likes. That's fucking ridiculous. 44,000 likes. Work hard to get there. Work exponentially harder to stay there. (laughs) I think it's the other way around. The new year is like a blank page. Make sure you fill it with something worth reading. Here are some tips from something to get you started. Ad? I didn't realize that was an ad. My my bad, folks. The new year. (laughs) The new year is like a tissue. Make sure to fill it with lots of semen. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I was zoned out looking at another tweet, like trying to find funny ones to read, and I just heard, <laughs> make sure you fill it with lots of semen in my fucking headphones. What just happened? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Oh my god. Did you not hear what I said? I, I don't, I'll hear it when I I said it. the new year, I said the new year is like a, is like a tissue. Oh my god. Oh. <sighs> That's the most disgusting thing I've ever said publicly. I don't think it is because I don't think I'll have to edit that one out. Um, <laughs> we all cope Anyways. with tragedy in different ways. There is never a good time to experience loss, and we cannot know what anyone else is going through. Spelled T H R U. In a year of so much hardship, let's all try to give a little extra empathy to those around us. That was a good one. I don't know why I read that one. I just thought it was funny Dude, that you spelled through T-H-R-U after having that super... It's just thing. funny. It's just funny that John Cena's playing life coach on Twitter. Like, out of all people that could be doing that shit. Dude, yeah, I, I agree. If something is forced, it is rarely genuine. Work hard to be genuine. I mean, yeah. That, I love that. I, I actually no, I love agree. that. I just feel like this Twitter is forced. I don't know. I might be wrong. but Yeah, no, it is Twitter is forced. Challenge but yourself anyway. to discover the truth, not just your truth. And that's where I'll leave it on his Twitter, folks, and learn your truth. Hustle yes, learn your truth. Our truth. <laughs> um... <laughs> I hate that you tried to brush over that and say, um, because that was really funny. <laughs> I, I was trying to not, I, I tried to brush over it because I was trying not to laugh at my own joke. And I realized how funny it was. So I was trying to be quick to think of something else so I didn't look like an asshole who laughs at his own jokes. Dude. It was really funny though. <laughs> yeah, so. that was really good. Okay. Anyway. Oh, um, who would you say... So I guess I do technically have three questions because my they're they're kind of conjoined though. Yeah, you go it for was, it. Um, um, who's the best promo in WWE right now, and then who's the best in ring in WWE right now? Wait, what I do guess you mean that's by, three questions. What do you mean by promo? Like their character, not just their wrestling ability. No, like like who who cuts the best pro? Like who's the best on the mic? Oh. Um. And who and who's the best on uh in the ring? Dude, honestly, I have to... Okay. 
I'm going to make a top three of best on the mic in no specific order because I don't really know. Um, but I'm going to say probably Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, and Randy Orton. I know that's a bizarre thing to have Randy Orton and Roman Reigns in my top three of anything. I'm just surprised that you changed. didn't put The Miz. The Miz is good, but I mean, The Miz needs John Morrison as the hype man. Otherwise, he's not the same. I do love The Miz. I, I big disagree I with love... everything he's done before all that. Yeah, I mean, it is good. He's way more consistent than fucking... Everything The Miz does is good. Okay, but my favorite we, we right talked about now is Randy. Sami Zayn over The Miz because I love what Sami Zayn's doing. I love the conspiracy shit and him being crazy as shit and just, I don't know. I wouldn't put Randy... I See, okay, I think for me, because of like, I don't know, I, I, I would put Randy, Randy like... so many cringy ones in between the good ones. Cause that's what I'm so getting at. Good ones. Yeah, we talked last time like... Every, like, three out of five are incredible. And the other two are just so bad. That's what I'm getting at. Like, for me, it would be, like, it would be, like, probably Roman. um, Roman, Sami Zayn, and, like, The Miz. But I also, I also have to put, like, all of the New Day. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, Like, literally every single one of them I would put above Randy Orton. I would also put, um... I don't know. I I, I, I want to say I would put um, the Street Profits too, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, Top ten for sure for all those. <clears throat> yeah. I, I I would put I would put uh, I don't know if I put them above Randy, but I I would definitely put all of the New Day because they're just so incredible. I would put the Miz, um, because of how consistent. So I'm guessing he is. that's your top it's, five. So is. Uh, Biggie, Kofi, Xavier Woods, uh, The Miz, and uh, Sami Zayn. <clears throat> um, in some order. Oh, I gotta put Roman up there too. So oh, that's yeah, like my yeah. top six. Roman, I, I don't yeah. know who I, Roman, R- uh, Roman. Roman is probably number one. Roman. Oh, also Kevin Owens is really good. I put him yeah, probably above Randy. Can we talk about fucking? I can't get over it, dude. We mention it so often now, and every time I say it, it's still like I th- I'm i self-aware that I'm saying it. And I sit here for a moment and think to myself, did I really just say that Roman Reigns is my favorite part of SmackDown? Like, did I really just say he's my favorite promo right now? Like, it's just crazy to me still because we shit on him so hard <laughs> up until his return. It's just, so it's just because of how he was Paul, Paul Heyman, yeah. See, that's perfect example. He could take somebody that no one likes, book them right, and there you go. Instant star. But you can tell that he's not... He was super scripted before, but now you can tell he's not scripted anymore. Yeah. Like, his promos used to be line-for-line line scripted. What was, was the just one thing he really said? Bad. Oh my god, the tongue twister thing. The I suffer can't... and succotash. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. Um, I I don't remember what it was. He was like uh, suffer and succotash, suck son. And then he winked. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, now he's our favorite, so we'll forget about that. No, he was like Maybe. he was like, and no, I. He said, he said yes, something. it was hard to say. 
He it was yes, that was hard to say, and then he winked. Yeah. Fucking dumb. And then when yeah, the I mean, question? I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I am kind of rushing this along. I have to pee so bad. No, it's fine. Um. Well, now I have to hold you hostage since you <laughs> held me hostage last time when I had to shit real bad. So I gotta, I gotta hold you hostage just for a second and ask you really quickly. Wait, no, no. Oh, I have you to ask asked, you. Hold on, no, wait, wait. You still? I'm still on the other part of that question. You said who are the best in ring? Because I answered that who's the best promo. That, that's what I was just about to say. Oh, oh I was oh, gonna oh, say oh, I gotta oh, finish. Who's the best in ring? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought you were about to start another question. Um, no. I think my favorite in ring would be, I'd say probably between Baron Corbin or Goldberg. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Brock Lesnar, Baron Corbin, <laughs> and Goldberg are my top three. <laughs> With the honorable mention to uh, Akira Tazawa, the ninja leader. But no, for real, I would say. Damn, I don't know. In ring. Daniel Bryan's really good. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is pretty good. Hold on, Dude, let me. Kevin think. Owens I gotta is think really more. good. Yeah, Kevin Owens is really good. I was sitting here like, is this really my top picks? Probably. Dude, not. Keith Lee did that fucking moonsault the other day. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, dude, what? Um, in ring. I'm trying to think of ever. I'm drawing a super huge Sheamus. blank right now. No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to think of, like, the most, like, mediocre WWE wrestler in ring I could think Dude, of. He's just so, like, bland. Sheamus and Baron Corbin should start a tag team, I swear. Sheamus, okay, okay. I think Sheamus in the ring is not as bad as a lot of people. But he's just a very WWE wrestler. Like, if someone were to be like, hey, dude, name someone who, like, is a WWE-made wrestler. I'd be like, Randy Orton and Sheamus and Edge. (laughs) Like, John Cena. There you go. Actually, all the stars right now. Roman Reigns, Drew McIntyre, Edge, John Cena. Like, I don't think any of those guys could wrestle anywhere else. They're, they're, They're great at what they do. They're great at, like, don't get me wrong, like, I love Roman Reigns matches, but I just don't think he could compete in any, like, indie circuit anywhere. Not now. Not now. Just, they're just, in general, like, even, like, like even if, if he wanted to, I mean, like, yeah, he could compete in an indie circuit, like, because they'd be like, oh, it's Roman Reigns, he can draw money, but, like, I don't think he could have good matches against, like, Kenny Omega. No, no, I don't either. That's like, what I said, yeah. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, he used yeah. to be an indie shit, but I've never really watched him then. But I assume his moveset was pretty much the same. So, yeah. I Who, remember. Roman? Yeah. He, I didn't know he ever did indie stuff. Yeah. Hold on. Pulling it up right now. Well, I guess I'll have to, I guess I'll have to um, watch it then, because maybe yeah. he was actually good. Hold on. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other people that are... I like Sami Zayn in Ring 2. He's really good. Sami Zayn is really good. Um, yeah, apparently Roman Reigns. Wait, what the fuck? Wow. 
I don't um, know. Yeah, I can't. His, I don't know. Hold on. I'll, I'll find it another time. We'll talk about it later. I'm pretty sure he did something in the Indies, though. I might be wrong. I, <clears throat> man, I, hang on. Um, dude, he did not do anything indie. I think he was just a big dude. Because I'm looking at his wrestling career. It just says developmental territory. Dude, he was in fucking uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Which was like the old timey like NXT before NXT. That, I think that was when like NXT was like the game show NXT. Wait, was he with um, the Shield and shit? Like those guys when he did that? Because I swear I saw him in something before the WWE. I could have swore I did. It was with. He like, was in. A, he was in FCW, dude. Developmental FCW. I'm looking. It says professional wrestling career. Yeah. I first thing. Wrong. I don't know. World Wrestling Entertainment Developmental <clears throat> Territories. Then he was in the Shield from 2012 to 2014, and then he had the 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 rise to the main event status 2014 to 2015. He was World Heavyweight Champion 2015 to 2016, and. Uh, he was U.S. champ for a bit, did a bunch of stuff, you know, whatever, and then, yeah. He had the return from leukemia, and then, the, the, in 2020 to present, alliance with Paul Heyman and Tribal Chief. <laughs> That's what it says on his Wikipedia and page. And Tribal Chief? What do you say? Did you say it says, and Tribal Chief? Yes, this is Alliance with Paul Heyman and Tribal Chief. Hell yeah, big dog. And Tribal Chief is capitalized. Not like the whole letters, but like the first letter of Tribal yeah, and Chief, they're name. both capitalized. It's a yeah, proper yeah, noun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah duh. If we Tribal said big dog, Chief. Roman Reigns, you know, it'd be capitals too. <sighs> He's half Italian. Interesting. That's really cool, dude. Is that all we have to say yeah, about Roman Reigns on the super... Almost over podcast, dude. He um he uh he's a he's a Catholic, bro. Yeah, wow. And he uses the sign of the cross every time he enters the ring. And he considers Bret Hart as his wrestling idol. Hold on, he what every time he enters the ring? He uses the sign of the. He is a Roman Catholic. And uses the sign of the cross every time he enters the ring. Can we talk about the fact that he's a Roman Catholic? Is that... Dude, he majored in management at the Georgia Institute of Technology. <sighs> That's cool, man. And, and, okay, th- okay, this is actually interesting, and we're going to end it on this. <laughs> he, in 2015... On December 30th, 2015, hey, uh, WWE Hey, whoa, 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 Come on, guys. I just want to point out that was the most important day of the year. If you listened a few episodes ago, it's my oh, birthday. Brian's birthday. Shout so, Brian, Brian's on birthday. your birthday six years ago, on your birthday six years ago, um, Roman, um, he, had, he broke his nose in a match against Sheamus. What? He underwent nasal reconstruction surgery two months after the injury, which altered the appearance of his nose. Okay, so I think it's super interesting that Sheamus and Roman Reigns fought on my birthday because that's like my dream match. I'm just kidding, Jesus. It's so bad. (laughs) Okay, well, on that note... I'm going to go pee. That's going to end our podcast. Bye. Are you ready for a goodbye? Are you ready for a pee time? <laughs>
drinking. And I got a poo, so we're going to do both. Potty break. Oh, I'm still recording. Potty break.